G'day, and welcome to the Wing It Podcast. Illinois, they take out March Madness. They win it for sure. Max King, 50 goals this season. Yeah, Eduardo, he's my better of the day. He'll take out the Galaxy. James Harden, MVP at $10. You heard him first. G'day, and I'd like to welcome you to episode 6.2. Oh, that bit wrong. Of the Wing It Podcast. NBA edition. NBA, NFL, America. NFL. America not even. NCAA as well. Oh my it's gosh, the American everything. everything that's got an A. It's throwing it all at me. It's the American edition. Uh, if only that started with an A. Um, we're going to talk about the NBA week that was a very little bit because the NBA's been shit boring. Yeah. Uh, but what hasn't been boring in the NBA has been the trades. Yeah. So NBA trades. Huge trade deadline. Yep. We'll talk about the NCAA a little bit. May I add a very interesting trade deadline? Well, we'll get into it, but... Not really big names, but real... but big names at the same time. Like if you had to give me a hundred players to pick from who would be traded, I don't think I would have picked many of the players to be honest. No, not at very all. Very strange. Random, a random trade period, yeah, but very still random. big names. Random, massive, yeah. Uh, a little bit on NCAA. Um, don't want to start crying live on air. No, definitely and, not. And um, NFL, Loyola. your Loyola. <laughs> That's enough. And uh, NFL trades. Yeah. So some stuff going down. Teams getting busy. 49ers, Dolphins getting real busy. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into that a little bit later as well. But Onto the NBA week that was. Oh, there's not really too much to talk about. I'm bored. Yeah, I'm fairly bored as well. I've I'm been watching much shit. of the games. No, I, to be I, honest. I, my weekly, my daily occurrence is checking the box scores at the end mm. of the day, and I've had no need to because there's no Bron, there's no MB, there's no AD, there's no, no KD. Yeah, KD. There's KD. Even though I'm so there's no D Lo. There's just nothing. It's yeah. just boring. KD only starting. Oh, no, Lamelo as well. No, Lamelo. It's boring right K- now. KD only just started today. Four v fours. Only just today. Jesus so he's Christ. at least two weeks away. And B only just got back to any sort of on court training. Yep. And D Lo exactly the same. And so they're at AD's, least two plus weeks. AD's being reevaluated now as LeBron's well. LeBron's no, still no closer. They're just nah. all praying they're back by playoffs now. Yeah, not wrong at all. So it's going to be very interesting to see how everyone goes and how everyone gets back. But a lot of teams are falling and suffering from it, which you can understand. Yeah. Um, yeah it just has been meh. But there's one player who's making it bloody exciting, playing every game. Because yeah. he's such an Iron Man and he has been for his whole career. He has. And. Look, may have called this on the podcast last week. No, I definitely did call it on the podcast last yeah, week. I think it was even further ago than that. Yeah, so James Harden, MVP. Yep. This man is making a push and a half. Was for that, that MVP. your hot wing as well, dare I say? Uh, yeah, it might have Potentially been. Be. Yeah. Oh, I think it was actually, yeah, no, it wasn't. But Regardless. Uh, no, regardless. I did say it on the podcast. So we yep. talked about the MVP race because obviously LeBron and Embiid uh, both injured, both yep. leading the race. Uh, and who was next? And you just said Jokic had yep. a simple. It was, he was paying a dollar eighty. Yep. He was the favourite. The next best was paying like seven dollars, and it was Embiid, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. And I scrap. I came up with Harden because he's nearly averaging a triple double. Yep. Brooklyn are one, or well, they're actually the same amount of wins right now as the one seed in the entire competition. So the Jazz and Philadelphia. <sighs> wow. And he's absolutely dominating without the two best players on that team as well. So dominating. He's, he's leading them to wins. Like today, yet. 36, 11, and uh, 13. Absolutely huge game. When Kyrie didn't really step up uh, after... He hit about 16 points in the first quarter. It's a tough game against Minnesota, but you're right. Yeah, sure. Hit about 16 points in the uh, first quarter and ended on 25. So he went a little bit quiet, but Harden definitely didn't. And he's just really, really been so consistent since he's got to the Nets, uh, even when the lineup hasn't been consistent in itself. And he's making Black Griffin look like... An all-star again, yeah. to be honest. Put up 17 points the other day. Uh, but Harden is now into $7. Yeah. 
and it's still far overs. It should be four dollars max, three dollars well, max. You sent me the graphic the other day of yeah. the two MVP candidates comparing their numbers, and it was Jokic and Harden. Yeah. And one's paying a dollar ninety, one's paying seven dollars. So oh, why is there sense. a discrepancy? And the only discrepancy in terms of the stat was rebounds. And Harden's rebounds, still a yeah. top twenty rebounder. Yeah, as and a he, guard, and he has more assists. Oh, he's number one. And he has a better team. And he's doing it with less. And now Aaron Gordon's in the picture. Yeah. Taking shots away in that inside, taking rebounds away. Harden's looking a really good shout. Harden, $7. Get on now if you haven't already. Obviously, I got on at $10.50. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what I called it on the podcast. And then I put Danger for Brownlow and uh, Dusty, Harden. Man. Oh, sorry. Dusty for Brownlow and Harden in a multi paying 60 to 1. So oh, I think get on. It's great betting value. And yeah. I don't see anyone else, to, to be honest, winning it right now. I wonder, I don't have an answer to this question. It's a more rhetorical question. Has there ever been a MVP that switched teams halfway through the season? Interesting. I don't know. I don't think yeah. that has been. Could I that be a detriment? Any... Or could that have no impact? No, it won't have any impact. I think everyone's forgotten about the first like, three or four weeks of the season, to be honest. Maybe. Uh, I think it might have some sort of detriment. Well, no one mentions it now. So it will be interesting to see what the media and the voters say. Uh, but they're the most watched team in basketball right now. Yeah. So all the eyes are on them. All the storylines are about them. Yeah. And they're constantly winning. Wow. And they're going to be the biggest threat to the Lakers in the finals. They're going to be finals favourites by the time year's end rolls around. they already are. And if you're looking at the one seed in the league, the favourite for the finals, and their best player who's having a near triple-double and don't give them the MVP... I think you're voting wrong. Yeah, 100%. And blowing out that new triple-double as well. The oh, assist is going to... He's going to probably end up averaging about 12 assists. I it, think he's already averaging 11.2 or something. He's taking the piss at the moment. He is taking the piss. Like, he's he got 13 nine, today and wasn't even doing that well. He's on nine assists by half-time every game. He There was three or four times today he passed it behind his back between two players. It was like he was taking the piss. There was like six players in the paint at one point and he passed it behind his back, bounced past to Bruce Brown. Why is that needed? Oh, but I like, love it. I know. But why is it needed? I'm all about it. And it's like me in social netball. It's, a, it's gonna, they're gonna be. Um, he's gonna make. Like you said, he's made Blake Griffin look like an all star again. Yeah. And I'm really. I didn't care about this trade, but now I'm really keen to see Lamarcus Aldridge in that team. Exactly. Because he's gonna get so many open mid ranges, and he doesn't miss open mid ranges. La, he's probably been the best in the business at open thing. mids for ten years. Exactly. And when it's getting passed around, and you don't know who to guard. Even today, I don't know if you saw it, but Bruce Brown attracted a double team. Harden was at the top of the three-point line, waiting, and then he passed it off to him. Harden hit it, obviously. But isn't Harden's role for to be gravitizing so that players can get the ball and Bruce open Brown's shots? But team. Bruce Brown's doing that. But everyone's, just, that on Minnesota. everyone's playing their role when Harden's around him, and he's getting players like Nick, Lax, uh, Nick Claxton and also um, Elise, whatever his name is, who didn't play a minute today. Didn't play a minute. No, he didn't play a minute. He ruined our draft up. Yeah, I know. Brutal. Yep. Uh, but he's banking players like that like, look like absolute guns. So I think he's a shoo-in for MVP, and I'll be shocked if, if he's paying $7 in two days' time. No, so. You love it, and great call, Dogger. Very great call. Now we'll move on to the NBA trades, as we've just alluded to it a little bit. Yep. I've listed the main ones. And yep. I went through the main ones that have happened in the last two or so weeks. Drummond, we'll, actually, we'll start from yep. most recent. Yeah, I've to, forgotten one here. Uh, I, might, I probably have. Which has annoyed me. Uh, who have I forgotten? We'll start JJ Redick to the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, I didn't forget that. I purposely left it off. Huge. Absolutely huge trade. And we actually got Nico Mele as well. Nice. He'll be massive. Is it Mele? Is it? I thought it was Mele. Oh, I don't know even who it is. Um, but JJ Redick, he provides that three-point shooting we need. Uh, like, look, I was really keen on the uh, Jay Rich deal when we got Steph, uh, Seth Curry out the door. Yeah. 
Um, and now we're just lacking three-point shooting. So it's looking like a bit of a bad deal, unfortunately. Yeah. But then when you've got someone like JJ Reddick coming in who provides so much like gravity yeah. and just throws out the defense so much. Like I've heard, uh, I forgot who it was. It was like Gilbert Arenas came out and said he's the hardest. Like so many players have told him he's the hardest player to guard because he just moves so quickly around screens and he's so hard to keep up he with. He needs so, no time to catch and shoot. Exactly right. So he can get shot off quicker than anyone. Yeah. And also he's going to, take the foul as well. So no, four like, point plays like, It's a great trade. No, I didn't put it in there as a big trade, but it's a good trade. Yeah, for I know. Team. It's not really one of the bigger ones. It's just a more no. biased take for it. What we actually do, we'll start from oldest to most recent. Um, yep. Vooch to Bulls. Our Vooch to Bulls. Our boy. Who should have won the skills contest? Oh, I know. Very disappointing. I find this but, trade uh, interesting. Because I said, you'll have to go back to the podcast number one. I talked about Vooch being traded. I said, I he hope did. he's traded to uh, someone who can t- contend. I don't think he will be. Because why would the Magic just give up on him like that? And but they fuck. do to a non-contender. They've given up. Oh, they've hit the reset blow up button. Big time. They it was Even Fournier, he, you didn't even need to trade. They're like, just get him out. Well, they're just fuck going it. from like one rebuild to another. They AG, tri- it was like, a failed rebuild into another one. Someone like Evan Fournier, you could honestly just keep on your list and just, you know, at least you've got something. Exactly, but they, even yeah. they just got rid of him for a bag of chips and Jeff Teague, who they're waving. Would you see, did you see just, what he put up today, Evan Fournier? No. First game as a Boston Celtic. Zero points on zero of 10 shooting in 33 minutes. You're kidding. It is the most minutes for no points since 1981 for the Celtics. Holy cow. So, not the best start from him. Looking like a bit of a masterstroke. Jeff would have done better than that. Yeah, looking like a bit of a masterstroke, actually, from uh, the Magic. But no, obviously, Evan Fournier, really, really consistent with 17 to 20 points over the last six or seven years. So, I think he's going to continue that for the Celtics. It's going to be a good acquisition. Don't mind it. And last thing on the Vooch and Bulls. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I went off on a bit of a tangent. What do we think of the Bulls? Because I like what they've got, but the timelines don't match up. It's a yeah. bit random. It is a bit Vooch random. Vooch is 30. So, yeah, Vooch is 30, and you've got lots Levine's of young players. Levine's like, four or five. you got Levine, yeah, who, who is quite young. Uh, Kobe White's younger than that again. Yeah, Kobe White. Larry Markman's younger than it again. Older than 23. And no. then you've got... Um, Patrick Williams as well, who who dominated today. Yeah. Uh, he's a really good acquisition as well. Uh, obviously, gone with the fourth pick a, in the draft. It's a it's, team. Yeah, they're, they're, none of them are matching up. But they're look if you look at the work. East, I think it will work because you look at the East and they're for two seasons. I think they're the sixth seed at the moment. Might even be seventh seed. Maybe they're thinking let's just give this playoffs this year yeah. a real bash. Get well, Levine that proper experience and yep. not just a round one sweep. Yep. Let's give him some proper experience because Vooch can take your team to not get swept, and so can Levine. So. I like it for this year. Not sure how it plans out in the next 10 years, but uh, I like it right now. No, I love it. Yeah. I think I, it'll I, be fun to watch. Yeah, very much so. So They're fun I, to watch without Vooch. I'm really keen for it. Like, I'm expecting Levine's assist numbers to jump up a fair bit, uh, and also Vooch's assist numbers to jump up a fair bit because he's got yes, lots 100%. of shooters he can be passing it out to, um, including Levine, who's an absolute dead eye from three, and I don't think he gets enough credit for it, to be honest. Um, but no, m- moving on to the, the next trade, uh, got Rondo for Lou Will. And... I put that with a question mark because I want to talk about it. It's our most random trade ever. Clippers were dying for yep. a ball handler. They even were talking about giving Rubio a go. I understand they want a ball handler. I don't at the same time, but I do get it. Yeah. And then give out Lou Will. And have... then why do Atlanta want Lou Will? Have you heard what Kawhi's come up and said? Come no. out and say? So he wanted Kyle Lowry really badly. Right. Because Kyle Lowry in that 2019 championship was that ball handler he needed because he doesn't want to bring the ball up. Yeah, right. So he wants to play a role where he's Kawhi and he can cook, yeah. but he doesn't want to bring the ball up and be the and main Paul ball George handler. Which fun. is just 
what's with that team dynamic? I don't understand. Yeah. You look at the Celtics. Celtics are like the poor man's version of the Clippers. Yeah. And I'm Tatum thinking. or Brown are more than happy to bring the ball up. I they don't, don't just need Kemba to bring the ball up every time. No, not at all. So I don't understand what's going on with that team. I don't think Rondo necessarily makes you much better. Although no. playoff Rondo last year was yeah. huge. I'll playoff Rondo forever. Yeah, not wrong. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. But Lou Will was actually contemplating retirement. I don't know if you saw that. Um, yeah, wow. just just before he or just as he was traded, he, he contemplated retiring. Uh, but him on the on the Hawks will will be pretty interesting, I guess. I know, that's what I'm saying. They've got Bogdan Bogdanovic and Reddish and Hunter and all these guards combo guards yeah. forwards. I don't know. Um, that team is just stacked with, with small like, shooting guards, a small forward, just stacked with like average players. Oh, like, they, got, they don't need anything, no. but they could upgrade everywhere. If oh, that makes sense, hundred percent. I mean, I think Buddy Hill's going to go there next because that's just, he seems like he'd fit the mould perfectly. These shooting guards that shoot and don't do much else. Yeah, it just exactly seems right. uh, That's their game. But anyway, moving on. Let's not talk about Hawks. Uh, next one. Depot to Heat. I think that's... my smiling. I want you to go first. Depot to Heat. I find this awesome. Yeah. But gross, but awesome. And I think it works, though. So, expand on that for me before I jump in. Yeah, you've got something to say. I, can I do, tell. I do. I think it's awesome because I think he sits next to Jimmy Butler perfectly. He's kind of like a, he's like a mini Jimmy Butler. He's got that tenacity on defense. He's got that will to win. And well, we haven't seen it yet, but I think he's, he's got that tenacity. He's like, he reminds me of a mini Jimmy Butler. He gives yep. you steals, he gives you defense, and he's going to give you buckets. So I think I like it. Um, I'm not sure if it takes heat to the next level. Yep. I don't think it does personally, but it makes him fun. And that's why I think it's interesting. I am so, so high on this move. Like, you don't believe it. So, you've got, obviously, got Dragic bringing up the ball at the point guard position. Who's a below average point guard? Who is a great point guard. You've got Depot, who can be an all NBA level defender, yep. who can take over a game and is extremely clutch and can hit threes at an all right rate if he's got a, if he's going to have the third best defender on him in a team. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm all about it. Then you've got Jimmy Butler at the small forward, yeah. who I think is his best position because he's so, so mobile and he's a little bit smaller than your average small forward these days and can do all the same things like unbelievable defender, great grit, great hustle, can take over a game and just dominate. Yeah. And obviously you've got Bam, who just is just taken off in the last couple of years. Yeah. And then you've got players like Duncan Robson and Tyler Hero on the bench. I like the bench on the most. Oh, That's unbelievable. And then you've got Iggy and you've got uh, Trevor Ariza. I think the bench is scary. Mate, the, I, right, I'm going to put it out there. It's not my hot wing. Yeah. But I'm giving a couple of soft hot wings this episode. Yeah. But the Miami Heat are the second best team in the NBA right now to win a championship. I like... Right oh, now. I don't know about that. But so you look at the Lakers. They're fun. Injured. Just, yeah. Uh, you, just All right, injured. right now. Yep. You look at Philly, Embiid's injured. Look at the Bucks. Don't trust them. Look at the Clippers. Don't trust them. Look at the Jazz. As I said like four episodes ago, they're frauds. Don't like it. The Heat slot right... In, oh, the Celtics are awful. The Heat slot right in there mm. as a powerhouse team. They've got three legitimate stars and they and they all have the same sort of mentality where they're like that defense, the grit, the hustle and they can score, all of them. All They're pretty much all the same player and I absolutely love it. And then you've got players who can take over a lot. Uh, you've got Dragic, who's a great ball handler and you've got um, Duncan Robinson on the bench who can stand in the corner and you've got Tyler Hero who can take over a game. I absolutely love it. And they got them for nothing. They got them for Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk. 
No, you're right. In terms of trade value, they, yep. it was a steal. Well, you'd think if you told if you told us six months ago that Depot was going to the Heat, you'd think, all right, Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero, what one are they going to give up? And they give up Avery Bradley, who's literally half the player of Depot. Exactly. Exact they give same up, player, but half as good. They give up nothing. And Kelly Olynyk, like, wasn't doing too do. much for them. Like, wasn't even doesn't getting really minutes really me. that much towards, until the injuries came through. Not really, because Precious Achua has taken over so much. Yep. And he's got the same mentality as the other uh, three that I mentioned in the starting lineup. So I do like it. And I think they're going to be a dangerous team when you put Bam at the five. And then you, you play whoever you want at the four. Oh, they just go small ball. Yeah. With, like, Jimmy at the... You could go Jimmy at the one if you really want. Yep. Depot at the two. And then have... Duncan and Hero, or uh, probably Iggy, yeah, as one of the Iggy. two, as your, as your four. Iggy is your four, as or your even four, and then, is your four. Yeah, or even Reza is your four, and then Bam at your five. That's an excitingly scary team. I love it. I think so they're also like versatile. That. No, they are. No, I like it for that reason. I'm all about it. I can't wait to watch it. I'm not as confident as you yet, but I can't wait to watch it. I, I think, think that's right one now, of the trades. It's definitely probably the biggest trade of the trade period easily, for me. Easily. Considering what they gave up, yeah. it's absolutely massive. But you look at, um, at Houston... What they got back for Harden, they got Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, four draft picks, two are from the Brooklyn Nets, yep. who are the best team in the league right now. One is from Milwaukee, who will be the best team, well, what top three seed for the seed next wise, yep. seven years. And I don't know what the other one is. And then they got pick swaps, which they're not going to swap anyway because Houston is going to be terrible for the next four or five years. Mm. So they've got pretty much nothing. They've got John Wall for John. and a bunch of... Yeah, John Wall, who's just us. not playing very well at the moment. No. I just don't rate it. There's nothing that they've got from it's it. It's ugly so. in Houston right now. Anyway, enough enough talk about that trade. It's not not worth that much talk. No, next one. Well, this one's not a huge lot to talk about either. Oh. Gordon to Nuggets. See, we differ on this one massively. You yeah. don't rate it, do you? No, it's not that I don't rate it. It's just meh. It doesn't take them any bigger than what any better than what they are. We're talking about a guy, Aaron Gordon, who was like probably the third best player on the Orlando Magic. Yeah. On some nights, fourth. Yeah. I rate it, I rate it so highly. I think Aaron I Gordon is the perfect player to slot into this team. So oh. he plays that Jeremy Grant role that played last year, except he doesn't need the ball in his hands to play that role. So you saw in his debut, mm. 11 points in like 20 minutes, and yeah. it was unbelievable. Like in the post with Jokic, Jokic is the perfect player to play with Aaron Gordon. Yeah, no, I That's agree why with that. he works so well with Vooch. Because yeah. he's that sort of passing big. Imagine Aaron Gordon's did just... He, but that's, 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 my, that's, my, that's my knock on it. He didn't work so well with Vooch. He did. The he's a guy who's never so been at even... Like, he's, he's been a nothing. Yeah. If he didn't win a slam dunk championship, we have no idea who Aaron Gordon is. Yeah. That's my knock on him. I think he's got something to prove. And he's going to gonna be out there to do but that. But what's his career stats? I dare I say a 13 and 6. Well, he's... <laughs> He's shooting a career high in threes this year. Yeah, probably still below thirty two percent. It's like forty one percent. That's shocking. That's that's I'm shocked. Yeah, but um, but no, that's I, very good. I'm I really rate the the trade here, and Aaron Gordon can switch on D. He can be that sort of Ben Simmons type defender. Not I'm saying he's as good as no, Ben he's Simmons, not, he's, but in terms of the height, the length, the versatility, he, be. he could and he be. Can be exactly. And Jokic just with. Uh, Aaron Gordon's backdoor cuts and his athleticism. Yeah. Jokic's potential with the assists and just the ball movement is going to be so that. much higher. And I absolutely love the trade. And one thing I do like about it is it got Gary Harris out the door and that just means opens the door for MPJ to play yep. that small forward role. Big time. Like Obviously, uh, Harris was a two, but it just opens up that MPJ to get yep. far more minutes. And I like when I see that team with Jamal, MPJ and Will Barton, where they yep. want to put two and three, AG and Jokic. Huge. That's defensively, obviously Murray, whatever. But that two to 
four. They're all long. They're all exactly the same. Even Murray, long. They're all probably the exact same play in terms of wingspans and heights. Yeah. Really, AG, Barton and MPJ, they're all probably around that six, eight to six, six R range. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I love it. I and love that makes it. up for Jokic's slowness and it makes up for Jamal Murray's lack of defense. So it works out really well. I think it easily puts them into the third best team in the West right now. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I think they're better than the Jazz now. I just don't think it takes them to that next level. No, it, it probably doesn't. But that next level is so hard to break through to. So. 100%. That's why I think... That's what everyone's looking for. 100%. That's why AJ is not the one for me. Fair um, now, on to the team that keeps taking everyone. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? I've written this down the as my note. Kings. <laughs> this is my note. The entire All-Star team of the last 10 years to the Nets. It pretty much is, to be honest, isn't it? Yeah, it is. LA and Blake Balake now going there. Um, Balake, I thought, was a whatever trade, and I still think LA is a whatever trade. But then I see the way Harden gets everyone involved. I think it's a good trade. Yeah. And like, you're getting him on cheap. The amount of gravity that he requires from defenders. Yeah. It's going to be easy pickings for LA. LA's going to dominate. Easy. Oh, I don't know if he's going to dominate. Gonna, I don't gonna, really rate him, and I never have. By dominate, we're not saying LA 30-point games. We're not saying even 20-point games. But mm. I'm saying LA is going to give you about 15 minutes a game, time a night probably, just because of how deep they are. Yep. And he's not going to put a foot wrong. He's going to shoot six for eight. He's going to give you those type of nights every single night because he's got beautiful mid-range shots and he makes them. He's not even going to have to get rebounds. No. He doesn't have to do anything. 12 to 13 points a night, I think that's what they oh, need. I think it's going to be six bench. for eight, seven for nine. That type of, that type of score line every night. And off the bench, you can't ask for any more. I like it. So I like LA. I mean, I like their labor regardless, but I think it's a, it's a good trade. Well, it weighs in even further to my hot wing from a few weeks ago. Yep. I said a team from the East is going to win the championship, and look, Brooklyn Nets are just in the spot to do it right now, aren't they? 100% they are. And now the last trade that we'll talk about on the NBA, Drummond to Lakers. We're both... Um, what's the word Luke of warm on it. Yeah, yeah, good way to put it. We're both... We're not sure. It's a, a th- It makes them better, not denying that. But it's it's... Yeah, I'm not. Sure. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. Like, no, I don't think he's actually going to get too many minutes when it comes to finals and playoffs. That's and what everything. I'm thinking. If they're at the finals, that is because AD's going five. Yeah, AD, AD will go the five. You've got Kuz who's really stepped up with the rebounding, but yeah. in this sort of pre-season, in this regular season when they're pushing for the good seeds, yeah, huge. I think it's going to be massive. For I think them. it's huge for that as well. I think having the lineup where you can have him as the starting center. And then you have Montrez coming off the bench, yeah. which is what he's there for. He's that bench energy that comes in. Play him at the power forward if you want to close games with um, Andre Drummond. That is the like, problem with him, though. Can yeah. you close games with him? Because they're just going to hack him yeah. and make him shoot free throws, which he can't do at all. No. But he's going to come in. And if he has, like, if he honestly comes in and averages like 18 and 18, I wouldn't be too surprised. No, sports. neither would I. He's going to be huge for them in the regular season. Whether that trickles onto the playoffs, I don't think so. But hey, only time will tell. And I think that Lakers have gone. I think the Lakers are thinking the same thing as you, and that's why they're thinking. All right, if they go, if we have to, if we match up in the playoffs, and we have to have a seven footer out there, oh, okay. Drummond can't shoot. Neither can Trez. Okay, we'll go to our third best center and Mark Gasol. Yeah. So I think they're ready. They, I guess, it makes them so. If they need a just a defender and rebounder, Drummond use one. Juice, Trez, shooting and defending Gasol. They've got it sorted at five. Yeah, they've got and then, versatility. Yeah, versatility. And if you want any of that, you just put Anthony Davis there. Yeah, exactly. So get it all they've in one. Got, they've, got it, they've got it sorted, and I think that's why I still think they win the title. Yeah. Um, well, it's like last year. It's going to be fun to watch. Imagine what they've practically done from last year is upgraded from JaVale McGee to and Drummond. Dwight Howard to Drummond and yep. Montrezl Harrell. Yeah, you're right. Which is huge upgrades. Huge. And they've not lost anything because of that. No, not at all, really. So no. I think they're in an even better stead if they can get healthy. Yeah. 
I think they're still the favourites. Well, they've swapped Danny Green into Dennis Schroeder. Massive. These aren't these aren't downgrades. These are upgrades, personally. Absolutely. So, so it's a way better team. Than and Kuzma's a better player. Kuzma is actually really stepping up since um, since LeBron and AD been out. I've been very impressed by it. I right, believe you got him in fa- fantasy as second well. Second AD did his Achilles. I got him. So yep. whatever his ankle in the end, what do they called it. Anyway, that's the NBA done. Have you got any other trades you want to speak about? That's nah, all I've got on the notes. That's Beautiful. all I've got, yeah. A lot of buyouts we'll uh, this year, but yeah. we'll see if anything else happens. With There's a couple of buyout guys still to go around, so see how we go with that. We'll stay on the topic of trades. Uh, we'll talk about basketball, NCAA after this. NFL trades. Yep. Um, I think from now on, I'll, I'll, I'll do this myself, I and mean, you can do it yourself too, dog, if you like. From well, Not this week, but from here on out, we will be, it'll be at four episodes, I think exactly, till the NFL draft. Yep. I'll be doing a top 10 mock draft from here on out. I love my NCAA, and I love college anything. Obviously, Illinois. Illinois. Um, we'll do it for the football as well. Um, so, not too hard this year with a top three or four that you think is all going to be quarterbacks. Yep. So it's going to be fun to watch. It will be the most quarterbacks to go in the top 15. Ever, Personally, I think, I, I think one, two, three, and four will all be quarterbacks. Huge. Even so, to the Jets. Yep. There you go. That's the thing. I think they have a trade I'm, out. I'm or keen they to see your mock draft. I think they have a trade out or they go, Donald's over. Where do you reckon Mac Jones roughly goes? <sighs> that high. I think, top five. Oh, no, but, mm, this is the thing. I know this is off the dime. Mac but... Jones is, is he's he's a tough one because you've yeah, obviously got Trevor, you've also got Zach Wilson, you've obviously got Justin Fields. Yeah. Mac Jones, I think he can be your number four. Wow. All right. I think well, he can be number four. To stay Atlanta. tuned for our mock drafts. Yeah, I think he can be number four. I personally think this is super random. Have not got any intel. I think the Patriots are going to trade up and get Mac Jones. I th- yeah, I can see it happening too. Um, Heard it first. But they've got like the eighth pick right now, seventh pick. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well. it's... Staying on the Pats, we'll talk about the NFL. I found this stat out this morning, which I love. Pats are buying everyone. Well, they have bought everyone. They've got three tight ends right now, which they bought, I think, I believe. Um, Ridiculous. Anyway, and they look, they've look they they've got weapons for a quarterback who say, needs it. Weapons for who? Exactly. That's my issue. That's why I don't think they even make playoffs yet again. I think Cam Newton, just popping pop this in here, yeah. I think Cam Newton's a bit of a smoke screen. You did say this, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. So when he was signed, I think they'd be like, oh, we've signed Cam Newton. To a vet minimum, yet again. Well, it's or very close. He will be if he is a backup. Yeah, he will be the second lowest paid backup in the league. That's obscene. So for an MVP, exactly. So people are seeing this as oh, they're committing to Cam Newton again. They want to back him in again. No, he's just going to be. Oh, I think a backup yeah. to what and a mentor to whatever young player they can get. And or, trade up for a Mac Jones, like you're thinking, or potentially a Jimmy J. Yeah, that too. And. That we'll also we'll talk about we'll that with our mock drafts yeah, we'll because I Sam Fran have obviously moved on up, so that's the thing. I think they take Mac Jones. I can see that happening as I think that's more of a Shanahan than a Fields. Anyway, um, talk about the Pats. Yes, they bought everyone, which is great. They spent nearly the same amount of money this year as they in the trade period as Robert Kraft did the year he bought the Patriots. I wow. love that stat. So he spent one hundred seventy-two million in nineteen ninety-four to buy the Pats, and they spent one hundred and sixty-two this year on trades. So you're telling me the what seven or eight players they have bought or yep agreed to contracts to this year yep. was worth the same amount as the Patriots were when Robert Kraft bought them. Yep, that is and tell me someone great stuff. Tell me someone who they brought in off the top of your head. Hunter Ex- Henry. Yes, apart from that, Hunter Henry. I can't even remember the other uh, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, not the other one. The tight end. Tight end from I think it was Chargers. 
Yeah, that was Hunter Henry, wasn't it? No, no, it's one of, oh, they brought a Tennessee. I honestly don't know. Hunter Henry, I only randomly remember that. Saying, they brought in the Tennessee and the Chargers t- tight ends, and I can only give you names of one, which one it could be. Oh, well, I can't so, remember the Tennessee. I know, they're both great players, but this, I'm, this is what I'm saying. That's an, I find that an awesome stat. Yeah. I guarantee you Robert Kraft probably hasn't spent $162 million in free agency since the day he bought that. I was going to say since then, yeah. He probably hasn't spent $162 probably million Probably spent more since, this off-season than every off-season Since combined. the day he bought it. Yeah, yep. exactly. So... That's interesting, and Pats will be interesting just to go eight and eight. Now I've heard talk about them being another adding another round to the NFL this year. Oh, really? I've heard heavy talks about this. I don't know if it's been confirmed yet. I've heard adding about... a, a what would it be a seventeenth week. Yeah, or would be eighteenth week, but seventeenth game. Yes, so the seventeenth yeah, yeah. game, and everyone's hating it because the records are going to go all out. Like, you know, will, in terms yeah. of all time, no more eight and eight. It's going to be nine and eight, or. Yeah, I exactly. Don't, oh, I don't oh like and this. then you look at the players like nowadays coming in, like Patrick Mahomes, are going to have that one game advantage to get the more yep. touchdowns and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Stupid. Anyway, I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but I've just seen a lot talking about it. Moving on, go. San Fran moving up. They've got the third pick. This, this yes. came out of nowhere. Yes, it did. It was just one morning I woke up and San Fran had dealed all these picks to the Dolphins. Yes, just Dolphins are a mastermind. Dolphins are a mastermind. They oh, you're liking it this for the Dolphins? I love for the Dolphins. It's going yeah. so much deeper than this year. Did they end up trading again? Yes. The Dolphins? I believe they did. They were busy. Yes, they were extremely busy. So they're currently into sixth now with Philadelphia. Huge. They swapped Philadelphia. And they're now back into sixth position. Um, and Philly traded out. And they end up with San Fran. So Miami, they've, they're just so, so smart. And they have got first-round picks coming out their ass for the next five years in the end now. Yep. And they're coming out with two first-round picks next year, and one of them being uh, Philadelphia's, I dare I say, which I am going to assume will be a late pick. Yeah. Uh, a low pick, sorry. Low so pick, Miami yeah. look great. They're going to build something over the next three years. Whether that's with or without Tua, uh, Tua I don't think so. I think they're going to bomb out on Tua. Really? Uh, yeah. That's why I this had... This season? If I had, yeah. Uh, mm, this is his last chance. Wow. I actually, okay. If I had to do a mock draft before this trade, I had Miami taking... Justin Fields or Matt Jones or someone wow. in that pick and going, mm, we've given up on Tua. There you go. Just not sure that they're liking as much as they see them. But yes, San Fran into three. We know Jacksonville's going to be Trevor. Jets is the interesting one. Do we know that? <laughs> Jets is the interesting one. San Fran, who do they end up with? Do they take a Fields? Do they take a Matt Jones? I think that they have to take a quarterback. Well, I think this is another soft, hot take. But I think, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, Ohio State Buckeyes, obviously, I'm a true Buckeye. But obviously, our coach going straight to Jacksonville. Yep. Oh, stop. And who else is going to go straight to Jacksonville with him? Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields <sighs> no way in is there. going to reunite. They're going to reunite. Oh, I forgot the coach's name, I got to lie. Uh, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, that's right. They were, I was going to call him Myers, but I forgot his name. Uh, they reunite again. And I think that that coach to player, the coach to quarterback relationship is so important, and Meyer won't want to want to lose that. So I see him potentially picking him or trading down to pick him. Do you think? Do you think Meyer's a smart guy? Um, smart, but more loyal than smart. Really? Yeah. Really? What are you telling me? He's a smart guy, and he doesn't give a shit about loyalty when it comes to getting the best quarterback we've seen since Andrew Luck. Yeah. Uh, coming out of college. And what um, has Andrew Luck done now? Oh, yeah, that's right. Anyway. Yeah, if he was playing BF, two two balls by now. Anyway, um, yes, so I think that it, it's going to be awesome to watch, and I think Sam Friend, I don't know, even, oh, I've forgotten about saying it before, Trey Lance. There's, a, there's five quarterbacks there. Yeah. When you include Matt Jones, you think, oh, boy, who, where did they, they, could, they could all go one, two, three, four, and five. 
I mean, Cincinnati won't take one, but who knows? They might trade out. So, yeah. um, interesting, great. And I think, yeah, Sam Fran, the new quarterback to Sam Fran, which you said, Jimmy G's back on the market, or should be back on the market. Because you is, don't yeah. go to three and take an offensive tackle, do you? No. So, um, yeah, it's going to be, well, you can, but they don't need it. So they'll be taking, I, th- I want to say, they'll end up with Trailers, Matt Jones. I don't know. It's a tough one. This is why we're doing they'll three. They'll end up mo- with a quarterback. They end up with a quarterback. I don't think it's going to be Fields. So okay. that's why we're going to be going with a mock draft every week from here on out, and hopefully one of them hits. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Now, moving on, last one on that. You've put this in here. I didn't put it in because I don't see any need to, but Russell Hell. Wilson. Russell Wilson, will he stay? Of course he will. I don't think he will. You think Pete Carroll's a smart guy? I shut up. I do not think that Russell Wilson will be there by the start of the 2021 NFL season. All right, so end of next season. No, this season. Oh, this, sorry. No way Russell Wilson leaves. Who takes him and anyone in the right mind takes him? He has gone out there. No one can afford him. No one can trade for him. Russell Wilson is one of the most calculated and scripted characters in NFL history. Top three quarterback for me. Ever. Right now. Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. But Russell Wilson does not say anything outlandish. Not even remotely. No, never. No. He never makes a headline. Ever. No, he's he's very, very calculated in what he says. Smart guy. And he very always answers guy. it the Belichick way. Yeah. He has come out and said, here's four teams I'd love to go to. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson doesn't do that. And all those four teams are pretty much... Where there is fire, where there is Russell Wilson-shaped fire, there is smoke. Or the other way around. Smoke, there's fire. Actually, it's the other way around with this. That's how impressive it is. <laughs> so he has created the fire and we can see the smoke. But some people like yourself can't see the smoke. I don't see there's any way that he can mend this relationship. The biggest part of this, believe it or not, I can't believe his wife, Kiara, yep. who is like a pop star or something like that. Fan of the podcast. Big fan of the podcast, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, the Blue Tick loves it. But Kiara wants out of Seattle. What's her in Seattle? Grey's Anatomy. That's it. That's all that's in Seattle. So she wants to get somewhere. Like, you look at the four teams that he chose. Does one away for Amazon? No. What? Does one away for Amazon? Amazon's in Seattle. No. Chicago Bears. New Orleans Saints. New Orleans is a bit of a... It doesn't matter. Can't afford him. Uh, Bears already sorted it out. Then you've got Las Vegas. Yeah, when we go on Raiders. And I forgot the other team. But it was all big city teams. Mm-hmm. That's where she wants to be. She wants to be in La La Land. She wants to be in Vegas. She wants to be in Chicago. She wants to be in a big city where she can grow her pop stardom. I completely agree. And that's where... that's Mate, have you seen Russell Wilson's Instagram? I completely agree. Have you seen I his have. Instagram? Yes, I have. The shitty posts, he obviously listens to his wife. Like, some of the shitty posts oh, are yeah, horrendous. Basically. He looks like he wants to play for... He should be in San Francisco. He should be in San Francisco. That's should where be, he should be. Living go. in Silicon Valley, loving, living his best life. Exactly. So, And he goes to LA every off-season. He's got a house in LA, a house in Florida, that he trains at every off-season. Yep, I don't he disagree. He is gone. But he's not gone. I disagree with you there. He'll he's be gone. the Seattle Seahawks for the next eight years. And I'm the biggest Russell Wilson fan. He will not leave gone. Seattle. He will retire a Seahawk. Um, and that's not even a hot take. That's just telling the truth. There you go. All right. I've got nothing more to add on NFL trades. Do no, you? That's done. There will be more obviously coming up with the draft. April 30th, I believe. April 30th, the draft, yes. April 30th. Uh, I think they'll probably do another virtual draft. Worked really well last year. No, that's it. 
Oh, it is. It's in person and Trevor Lawrence has opted out and said he won't be attending. Yeah, smart idea. So, but they were doing it in person this year. Oh, spirit. I would have loved to see another online one. I don't want really to watch good. Roger Goodell doing his weird way. And eating Skittles. Weird shit again. I'm not a fan. Did Did you say anything yeah, about Skittles? Yeah, I, I watched the whole entire thing. I didn't like any of it. Because like, the Skittles bowl was full when he started I mean, and then it was like halfway down, like, halfway through the, the draft. It's like, teeth. how many years he eating? His poor teeth. I just didn't like the old waving to the fans like this, like this little creepy shit. I didn't I like that. So, I loved every bit of it. That, I'm happy that's gone. Now, move on to the hot wings. For their for their NFL such NBA or NCAA oh actually we will oh bring yeah it up. what about your NCAA my fighting Illinois my so my Illinois smacked them into four dollar near favorites they were for a minute number one seed and they have gone and bombed out to Loyola Chicago heartbreaking but on the on the flip side my tip last week my multi for my NCAA got up so paying fifteen to one I think it was in the end or nine to one something like that that well got up so hopefully you at home got on. But unfortunately, yeah, Illinois, um, I then backed it up by saying Alabama will win it total. And then they go and get knocked out. That hurts. So, um, now you think just turns to trash. Now I'm just going to go with a favorite now because I don't, Zaga has to win it. So, um, yeah, good Zaga, what they, dollar something or other? Yeah, $2.30. That's surprising. I think right. that's over. Baylor's will be at what? $3.50. Gonzaga's a better side. I'll be taking Zaga now. And it's, Houston oh, made good. it into the final four. But they're, I know. they're the third favorite. I think yes. that's ridiculous. Oh, it's nuts. And UCLA have somehow got their way there. USC yeah, are ridiculous. actually a better team than people give credit for. And the only team you haven't mentioned is the team that I called for it. Mm-hmm. And in my bracket, right at the start, I had them to win it. Mm-hmm. That's Michigan. You did, actually. You're right. And Michigan just have the grit. I love it. It's like they even won't Miami be getting head. past this round, but I loved how far they've gone. And my favorite Michigan player of all time, apart from the Fab Five, is Mo Wagner. All right, he has the grit. He has the. He'll take the charge when you need it. Yeah. Who's bloody there this year? Mo Wagner's brother. Mo Wagner's brother is bringing the Wagner spirit back to Michigan. Look, I'm an Ohio State fan. That's only in football. All right, I don't care about basketball. I'll go Michigan all the way. Doesn't yeah. matter. Michigan will win it. They're still paying seven dollars. They've been paying probably forty to one when you call that. So no, 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 that. they weren't. They were no, paying no, like actually, they're the top 10, fifteen. They're paying fifteen to one. I believe. There you go. Into seven dollars, I don't see anyone who beats them. That was that too was much grit. One of my bets of the week, though. They're minus two to win their round of the uh, sixteen. They look before this round. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yes, anyway, unfortunately, Illinois bombed out. Really bummed. That was supposed to be the hot wing that took us to stardom, but unfortunately, we'll be back with Doggers Max King fifty. That's anyway. right. You let us down. Yep. Max King already kicked the two goals in his first game. Moving on. Two goals one. Luckily, this is the American podcast. Um, my hot wing, uh, for this one. I don't know if you have an American hot wing, but I, I have don't. one regardless. Um, Indy win the AFC South, and that's not a huge call. This is the most disgusting hot wing I've ever heard in my life. Because I know you hate Indianapolis. This though. is the worst hot wing I've ever heard. Uh, I don't know why. I, do, I even forgot that I hate him for a second. Indy win the Just South um, because they're better than every team in the South no, regardless. They're, they're better than your Tennessee. They're not. They're, yes, they are. They are better than... The Texans than, are better than them. Much better than the Texans. And who else is in that division? Is it... Jags. Is it Jags? There you go. So... Um, obviously, it's a two-horse race, and Indy win it very easily, personally. I had Indy winning Super Bowls before Andrew Luck retired. Uh, but Carson Wentz comes in, Where and he's back to MVP level. He is back to MVP level. I don't even need to hear your... Because this is not a discussion. This is not an argument in the Hot Wings segment. I know. That's why I'm keeping quiet. But Indy, win the South. They'll probably finish if we're back to not normal schedules, like like normal shit. Like a lovely 11 and 5. And... Carson Wentz will be a top four MVP candidate. Top three, actually. Fuck it. Top three. 
That was the worst call I've ever had no. in my life. He goes back with his old coach. He has an offensive line that's going to suit him perfectly. We have got... And he's got weapons. So I'm going Indy. And I love Indianapolis. I love him. So yes, Indy win the South. Castle wins top three. MVP. Moving on, Doggo. There you go. Uh, anyway, uh, mine will be one I've already hinted on a few weeks ago, and I'll hint on today again. Harden for MVP. Currently yeah. playing 7-1. to one. He's like the third favourite. He's still behind John Embiid, by the way. Ridiculous. Um, that is nuts. Harden will win the MVP. And also, I'll track in there as well. The Nets will get the top seed in the entire NBA. Easy. Don't mind that. The, the Nets double, hey? The Nets double, and I'm all about it. I think Harden easily easily locked it up, and it's it's not even close. The betters are completely off. The traders need to get a new job. It's ridiculous. Okay. But anyway, some spicy hot wings there. Yours it. was, Jace, I reckon it's the hottest wing that's ever been dropped on the podcast. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I guess it's pretty outrageous calling a former uh, MVP, should have been MVP, uh, a top three MVP again, isn't it? Yeah, with the, with, with the best offensive line we've got in the NFL, so I guess so. Um, yeah, Quentin and, Nelson, gun. He's a gun. To say fair. less. That's all you need, pretty yeah. well. And he's never had an offensive line. So yeah. let's see how he goes. But um, yeah, I think he'd be great. So that's right. anyway, that's the end of episode six point two. Thank you for listening to the uh, NBA, NFL, and NCAA episode. Yep. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. Definitely every Tuesday. Yep. But remember to follow us on Instagram at Winger Podcast. Look at us on Spotify at Winger Podcast. And uh, also jump on the TikTok as well. Yeah, there'll be some posts this week. There definitely will be, especially with that hot wing. Yeah. So that'll be up on the on the TikTok for sure. But yeah. thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good night. Ciao.